millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, hello. How's it going? Sandro here. Welcome to your second dose of oldie but a goodie content for the week. As we mentioned in the year in review uh, 1987 episode that we just put out, we are dropping two episodes this week. Uh, The second one being this, a little bonus preview of what we do over on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash oldie but a goodie pod. That is where we put upwards of two bonus episodes a month up there to our wonderful patrons. We've been doing that since February of last year. Uh, It's been a lot of fun. It's where we just hang out, we chill, we talk about uh, some movies that we didn't get to cover on the main show. We talk about every Evil Dead movie, every Mortal Kombat movie. We, We review the Wheel of Time TV show or the new Dune film. We do heaps of fun stuff over there, including what we did on this episode right here that you are about to listen to, which is we recruited good friend of the show, our good friend, Ben Volchok, to come on in, talk about two horror films. One of them is from the 60s. It's called Blood Feast. One of them is from 1987. It is called Blood Diner. Kind of an unofficial remake of Blood Feast. Uh, They're both about cannibals. They're both about eating food. And we had a lot of fun doing a bonus battle with the two of them. So you're going to hear that right now. And if you want to hear more, yeah, patreon.com forward slash oldie but a goodie pod is where you can find it. Subscribe for upwards of five US dollars a month and you get upwards of two bonus episodes. Hope you enjoy this right now. And I cannot wait to see you on Monday for the start of our 2001 coverage. It's going to be interesting. Interesting. We'll say interesting. Hey, Zach, uh, thanks for having me back on the show. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. I'm glad you could come over. It was fantastic. Yeah, no no worries. Um, I was, yeah, I was glad to see that you picked this film. Um, it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. one that I've, I've seen before, actually, and I, um, it's, yeah, it's pretty... Oh, you've seen it before. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was good to revisit it. No, I, I love the blood, you know, the blood films. They're, they're, they're There's so time. much blood and gore. It's like, yeah. I think Whoa. it's one of those films that's renowned for the blood and gore. And I, I love the fact that there's just this random subplot of, like, sacrificing people to yeah. an ancient Egyptian goddess. Yeah, yeah, I love that subplot in my movie that I watched. It was it was crazy. I, I really loved the that it was like all married to this like it was sacrificing to an Egyptian goddess, but it was mm. also like these chefs uh, like a, sh- a chef that was doing yeah, it. Yeah, 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 you know? serving serving uh, you know, vegetarian meals to the customers, you know. <laughs> Hang on, what do you mean what do you mean vegetarian meals? Well, like it, but it was secretly humans, right? Oh yeah, it no. was yeah, it was yeah, human yeah, yeah, human yeah, flesh. Yeah, yeah. yeah human yeah, yeah. flesh, human flesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Human flesh that that mm. that that was like collected over the court. Like the the slasher mm. aspect of the film was the oh, catering yeah. company collecting the human flesh and then yeah 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 the F- F- Fuad Ramsey's catering company. <laughs> oh what? 
I don't remember that bit. What do you mean? That was like the the main, the core part of the film was the the Fuad and, and like the main guy, Fuad Ramsey. He's uh, brain in the jar ordering uh, his two nephews to go kill them. I'm sorry. <laughs> what brain? What What are you talking about? Brain in the jar? Brain in the jar? What are you talking about? What is this Ramsey's I'm talking company? about Blood Feast. Uh, what? Blood Feast? I thought we were watching Blood D- Diner. Has this happened to you before? You might have watched two similar movies and thought you watched the same one. Ah, gosh. Well, what what are we going to do? Because I haven't seen Blood Diner. I haven't seen Blood Feast. Well, I've seen both of them, and I know what we need to do. We have to have a classic battle. Battle. Blood battle. Blood battle. Blood battle. Blood battle. Don't, don't. Only on Patreon. Welcome to Holding Money Whoa! Oh, wow. We we really decided to do this episode, didn't we? Yeah, you sure did. We did. Sandro, did you get the short end of the stick on this one? <laughs> I might have. Uh, it was a long three hours last night watching both of these. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, the fact that you could fit those... I mean, one of the films is an hour long, so you're doing you're doing fine. That's true. Mm. Uh, okay, so these two films so similar. Blood Feast, uh, it's from '63. Blood Diner from '87. Alternate option when Ben was on last, and Ben was like, "That sounds similar to Blood Feast," and we were like, "Oh, it was originally re- meant to be a remake. Let's do a bonus battle between them." I think Blood Feast, ah. not Blood Feast, Blood Diner probably could have been a. A full episode on the main show. Mm, yeah, yeah. But um, I'm also sure. glad I I didn't have to take notes and follow the plot. So, <laughs> yeah, the way it's going to work, we've got four categories, right? We've got the classic categories. If you haven't heard a bonus battle before, what we do is we, t- we we take two similar movies, we have some categories, we go through the categories, we rate the movie out of five or out of ten. I, I can't remember. Uh, in each category, I, I add them up at the end. We see which one is uh, objectively the best and which one's objectively the worst. Yeah, objective. The f- four categories are story, uh, characters, which does include acting, and then gore slash violence slash kills. And then the final topic, a bit of a change up this week uh, on this bonus battle, is wild card, where you can do any category you want. You can be like, oh, well, mine had the best brain in a jar or something. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know if his movie had a brain in the jar, but mine was pretty good. My had no brain and no no mm. brains. There was brain, no jar. I did. Were you resurrecting Sheetar? Itar, Ishtar. Oh, you were you you had Ishtar. I had Sheetar. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Which, which is very different, you see, because yeah, it was it was yeah Ish Ishtar, which isn't even an ancient Egyptian goddess anyway <laughs> yeah i was gonna say are you, are you saying these movies aren't scientifically accurate <laughs> this is unbelievable yeah yeah i'm rating mine on on historical <laughs> yeah, yeah that's your wild card do we do first impressions or do we just jump into it what do you think ben uh look i'm happy to do a bit of first impressions in terms of like you know a bit of context bit of oh yeah um, yeah. yeah, we should just do some context. Yeah, so Blood Feast was directed by Herschel Gordon Lewis, who um, is one of the, like, they call him the godfather of gore. Um, he was one of the first to do sort of low-budget um, slasher exploitation horror kind of uh, films. Um, lots of lots of gore, um, like one of, one of the first... In fact, like, Blood Feast is... 
renowned for being one of the first gore f- like slasher films um he then directed so many, like there's a lot of films that he directed with the word gore <laughs> in the title <laughs> um just to kind of, and or blood like he made um mm. a taste of blood color me blood red um and then he made the wizard of gore and the gore gore girls <laughs> the gore gore girls <laughs> Yeah, like like the Go Go Girls. Um, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I got that. <laughs> yeah, and so so it's like um, he also made a film called Two Thousand Maniacs, which um, and jo- John Waters is like a huge fan of Herschel Gordon Lewis, and so he called his one of his first um, features Multiple Maniacs as a sort of play on Two Thousand Maniacs. Mm. Um, but yeah, Blood, Blood Feast was like it. It was really suc- successful on release, um, which is fairly unusual for a for a B movie. But it was like it sort of opened up, I think, um, the avenue for a lot of future kind of schlocky stuff to to come out. Um, there was there was this publicity stunt that they did on uh, on the film's release where they gave people vomit bags when they went into the auditorium because ah. it was like, oh, this is, this is going to be so disgusting. Um, wow. And then they also did a thing where they like, um, I think they, they put a fake lawsuit out against the film oh, okay. to, wow. to stir up um, infamy. Um, yeah. But, but it was, yeah, it's, it's one of those ones that is like, it's, it's notable. It's a notable first. Um, so it's, uh, if if nothing else, that's that's why it's important in the sort of film canon. Yeah, an important film for gore fans. But would you say it's a good film for gore fans? Absolutely not. <clears throat> yeah, no. Um, uh, look, okay, hang on. That's a, that's a loaded question. Um, uh, I would say it is a good film for gore fans. It is not a good film. Mm, mm, let's let's put mm. it that way. I would even say it's not good for gore fans. To be yeah. honest, <laughs> I think I think it's one of those ones that you like. You got to watch. Like there's there's you know it's the the Citizen Kane of. <laughs> no, <laughs> no that's no. not fair because Citizen Kane is is a mm. fantastic film. But um, I, it's one of those ones that's like if you're gonna be sort of at all into horror. You should watch Blood Feast, just to, just to get a sense of history. Um, but I think it's one of those ones that, like, I don't watch a lot of bad films on purpose, but um, this is one of those ones that you sort of make an, exce- an exception for, I suppose. It's, like, on Letterboxd, I gave it a pretty low rating, but I also liked it, favorited it, whatever. Okay. Um, mm. So it's, it's one of those. Yeah. Mm. I think... When I was watching it, I was like, this would be really fun with a group of people or watching it at the Aster or yeah. something as a part of a collection of movies. But yeah. Just yeah. at home on my laptop was not, was not, not great. I got a bit bored. Anyway, Zach, Blood Diner. What did you think of that one? Blood Diner. Um, well, it's a unofficial sequel to, to the other movie being that they were going to make it a sequel and then they were like, nah. <laughs> uh, as as you can you can tell with things like Sheetar and Ishtar, you know it's not the same, but it's it's the same. It's the mm. same thing. Uh, yeah, this was a pretty uh, goofy film. This this one did not take itself very seriously at all. And I don't know about your film. This this one didn't, um, but it looked like it did. Right. Yes. <laughs> this one was very clearly like. There, there's, uh, we're following two goons. Those are our two main characters, are just goons. 
Uh, and I don't know if you're familiar with the movie term goons. I'm I'm familiar with uh, the Spike Milligan, Peter Sellers term goons. Uh, well, they're two two bumbling idiots. Okay, um, is yep. pretty much it. Yeah. So Spike Milligan and Peter Sellers. Okay. Sorry. Never. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. But they're they're they're, they're slightly more intelligent than your average goon, but they're still goon. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, the goon the goons with a backstory, you know. Um, which is unusual for goons, I will, I will point out. I, I thought it was an enjoyable time, honestly. I, I, I thought it was very entertaining. Um, it was it was like a light, hearty chuckle throughout the film as it went through its silly hoops and hurdles. It was very ridiculous. Mm. They just they added ridiculous on top of ridiculous. Like you you think the ridiculous stops, and then they add one more layer of what. What the fuck is going on in this movie? <laughs> but it, it was a good time. I overall quite enjoyed it, actually. And I'm glad it ended how it did. Yeah, yeah. Look, Blood Diner was a lot of fun. Um, to mm. be fair, I watched it after Blood Feast, and I think at that point, anything that didn't take itself too seriously mm. ha- and had some jokes in it would be enjoyable. But um, yeah, I, I quite enjoyed Blood Diner. Also, it's got some connections to previous Patreon episodes. Whoa. Because it's written... By Michael Sonier, who played the imp in Sorority Babes. No. <laughs> Jesus no. Christ. What a connection. <laughs> what? Check out that patron episode. Yeah. Wow. He's also in that movie Cyclone we did, apparently. Oh, okay. That's a left field. Yeah. Like, in, in Sorority Babes, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> For the amount of gratuitous nudity that was in this film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We will uh, go through these categories then. We're going to kick it off with story. Uh, I'll, who who wants to to start with their opening argument towards why their movie's better in terms of story, even though you didn't watch the other movie? <laughs> uh, I think Ben does. <laughs> okay. Uh, sh- sure. Um... You should also give us an overview of the story, because we haven't talked about that yet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, look, all right. So it's a, it's 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 your simple sort of, you know, uh, young women get a get go missing or get killed. No, no, no. You got to talk about your movie. Oh, uh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Um, <laughs> see, okay. This is this is an argument for my film that it did it first. You know. Oh, I see. Sorry. So, yeah. Your film is 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 a mere uh, rip off of of, <laughs> of a classic. Ooh. Ooh. Um, so, you know, a, bu- a bunch of young women go, either go missing or, are like, horrifically mm. murdered and dismembered, uh, and, and there's a, an Egyptian catering store, uh, and the, the proprietor of said catering store is the one who's doing all of the murders, um, but no, no one really can track him down until, until... Um, mm-hmm. someone in the neighborhood, her, I think her boyfriend, uh, is taking an Egyptian studies course <laughs> yep. at university. Uh, and, and he's like, he, he puts two and two together. Um, and the, 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 te- the like main text of that they're studying <laughs> is written by the guy who's doing all the murders. <laughs> And it's called it's called weird something religious rights or something. Is the yeah, name it's of called the book. yeah, it's uh, it's called 
um, ancient weird religious rites. <laughs> Uh, wow. And it's written by Fuad Ramses. Um, if you wanted a, a like, a, the, just your stereotypical Egyptian name. Yeah. Um, mm. uh, anyway, they uh, there's this big party that he's been enlisted to cater for, and he little you know, unbeknownst to the hirers, he's creating an Egyptian feast, which um, is being used to summon the goddess Ishtar. Um, by sacrificing um, young women and using their body parts and flesh um, mm. uh, as part of the ritual. And f- uh, uh, right as he's about to sacrifice the, um, a young girl, he's uh, interrupted and then he flees and then he gets crushed by a garbage truck. Yeah, he jumps into Oof. a garbage truck to hide from the police and then they close it on him and he dies. Oof. Um, I don't know if this comes in, in, in story or character, but the, the last line of the film is, he died a fitting end, just like the garbage he was. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> the only joke in the movie. It's the only joke in the movie. Uh, look, I think it's the only, like, gag in the movie, yeah. but I think, I think a lot of people took this film more seriously than it took itself. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's this true. this made a good impression of seeming like it was really going for a serious vibe, but it is not. Um, I think, and that it's like it's very camp. Anyway, that's the story. Yeah, look, I'm. I I'd say that that's my my opening argument is that it's <laughs> it's really stupid, but it set a precedent. <laughs> Mm, mm. Cool. All right. Oh, it did. It did set a precedent. Yes, because then Zach's movie ripped it off. <laughs> wow. That's right. Hey, that's right. Were you talking about your movie or my movie? <laughs> I was confused <laughs> because hey, I uh, in this movie uh, we have a little little more backstory than one guy murdering people because instead of one guy, it's one guy's got his two nephews to do the murder. Uh-huh. Um, so what happens is uh, in Blood Diner, we have a deranged uncle who uh, escapes a asylum and uh, teaches his nephews about the uh, the wonderful gifts of Sheetar. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Before then dying himself. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so his two nephews resurrect their uncle... <laughs> And put his brain in a jar. <laughs> so now we have a talking brain in a jar that tells his two nephews how to resurrect Sheetar. Mm. And we follow... It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that is half of the ridiculous stuff that happens in this movie. Um, this movie doesn't take itself very seriously. And it, it goes all out on, like, just adding ridiculous thing after ridiculous thing. So instead of an uh-huh. Egyptian... Uh, restaurant. We have a vegan restaurant. Oh, scary! Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, where people go because the food's so good for vegan. That's crazy. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. It's because it's because it's human. It's meat. It's not actually vegan. Um, right. Which is wrong on so many levels. Because one, it's false advertising that it's vegan, yeah. and two, they they. I mean, everyone who goes there turns into a cannibal because, uh, unbeknownst to them, yeah. it's human flesh. <laughs> Double whammy of just lying to your customers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty evil. Yeah. Um, and uh, we we follow these two two buffoons, two two goonies. 
they're, they're, they're not as goony as as other goons we've seen. They're not like side character goons, which only have their goony aspects. They do have actual character. <laughs> One's a sort of chef. The other's knows hypnot- hyp- hypnotism. Yep. For some reason. And, and we follow them throughout throughout the movie, uh, murdering young women, obviously, as you do. Classic. To get uh, parts of the body to resurrect Sheetar. Um, <laughs> that, that, that's it. That's the movie. That is it. There's a lot of other things that happen, but they're not <laughs> integral to the plot. Oh, yeah. At the end, instead of being crushed in a dumpster, one of them gets his... So they, they're resurrecting Sheetar, and Sheetar has a giant stomach mouth. She's got a vagina stomach mouth. Yeah, vagina stomach mouth. Oh, so they actually summon her. Uh, well, it is a spoiler, yes. Yeah, we're spoiling the whole film, so guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, interesting. So that's where that's mm. where it diverges because in in Blood Feast, he's stopped just before he uh, mm. he gets to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, they need to sacrifice a virgin, but they failed to sacrifice the virgin they were going to. They had accidentally sacrificed themselves <laughs> and their virgins uh-huh. <laughs> which is a good joke <laughs> they're virgins <laughs> which is hilarious i thought was amazing <laughs> um but yeah one of his one of them gets his head stuck in the 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 torso mouth and dies <laughs> that that's his comeuppance got the it. other one just got shot yeah which was kind of less exciting but still comeuppance and yeah the movie ends with Sheeta being like i'm alive i'm getting in a random dude's car yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she, so the way they resurrect um, Sheetar is they collect body parts of beautiful women to construct a beautiful woman. Ah, mm. clever. Okay. And so at the end, we just see, like, a beautiful woman walking down the street and some guy's like, hey, baby, you want to come back with me? What do they call you? And she's like, I am Sheetar. <laughs> <laughs> It's great. great. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, having seen them both, I don't really have too much to add to both of your arguments. Mm. I think uh, mm. Zack's movie definitely has more plot. I always felt like I was behind on Zack's film, though. I was always playing catch-up with information that was mm. given to you because it's so fast-paced. Yeah, it just keeps adding things. That's the thing. That's as I said. It just... <laughs> the ridiculousness doesn't stop. <laughs> this adds nothing. <laughs> Yeah, whereas mm. with Blood Feast, I was... Yeah. It, there's not much blood. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. What would you rate yeah, Blood... Uh, of, uh, the titles... What would you rate... Uh, Feast. Feast. Rate blood your feast. one out of ten. What would you rate Blood Blood? Five out of ten. Five out of ten for story. Whoa! <laughs> okay. <laughs> As I said, I didn't... I don't think it was very good, but I, I, I liked it. All right, mine. Oh... And the thing is, it's so ridiculous. It's it's just so convoluted in every single way. There's so much stuff. There's a point where a lady could have escaped them and, you know, blabbed about their whole operation of killing people, but she had to go back to get her purse. Yeah, that was... <laughs> That's the whole reason that they were able to summon Sheetar is because some lady was like, Oh no, I left my purse! I was like, what? Why are you going back to get your purse, lady? There's a lot of moments like that. The whole reason they're undone in the end is because they leave their van outside the club. There's a lot of convolutedness. I'm I'm still gonna rate it a seven though because I quite enjoyed the plot. Damn, that's high. Where is are we are we rating the are we rating each individual section or the film as a whole? Uh the section, yeah. Ah, oh, the story. So just the story. Ah, sorry. I rate my five five out of ten is for the for the film. Oh, as a whole. look. 
Mm. I mean, star- story is <laughs> five out of ten. Okay. 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 So yeah. then I guess I come in and I add a few points. I'm probably going to cap myself to five when I'm adding points, though, so I don't mm. really influence it too much. I can just kind of put some points where I think seems fit. Mm. For feast out of five, I think I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go two because I, I think the story is quite fun um, mm. and quite silly. I, I, I feel like it should earn a bonus point. Yeah. I feel like it should earn a bonus point for coming up with it first. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Because my one just piggybacks off your one and then adds to Mm. it. They just add a whole lot of stuff. So out of five, yeah, Mm. I'm going to add two plus a bonus point, so three to Blood Mm. Feast. Because, yeah, I I also, like, with Blood Feast, I love the idea that he's killing people but only taking one part of the body. Yeah. Whereas with yeah. Blood Diner, they're just murdering people and who knows what's happening well, to their well, bodies or whatever. Well, they, they have a whole plot of them trying to get specific things and one guy forgets which things so yeah. he has to go back. But it's not like part of their MO that they're only taking one thing. Like, they, that's not what the police are looking for necessarily. Like, this guy this yeah. guy comes to, like, he, he kills a woman on the beach, then slices her head open and just takes her brain. Ah. Mm. It's a spoiler for the gore section, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, mm, um, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna add three points to Blood Feast, and then I'll add I don't know two, I guess, to Diner. It was ridiculous. <laughs> That's fair. Actually, no, because I've always felt constantly behind. I'm just gonna add one to Blood Feast. Oh, oh, wow, harsh, harsh. Shock. Shocking. Maybe maybe you should keep up. All right, characters and <laughs> acting, Ben. So so that that makes it um eight all, I believe. Mm. Yep. Tied up. Is that what I plan to do the whole time? Indeed it is. Uh, who knows? I wonder why I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> characters. Uh, look, uh, you know what? Um, Fuad Ramses is is a great character. Mm-hmm. Um, the Everyone else is dumb as shit. <laughs> um, the main police investigator is like, it's, it's so earnest. Um, uh, mm. But like in a, in a knowing way, I suppose. I think... Yeah, Fu- Fuad Ramses is really good um, as a character, um, but everyone, I think the sort of, the <sighs> placing everyone as, as these kind of just oblivious pawns is pretty funny. Um, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to give it a six for six. characters. There's a moment in yours as well where, um, where one character is like, why are you still going out to the beach? There's a murderer on the loose. And they're like, eh, who cares? And then she gets murdered. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. It's <laughs> very good. Well, there's a similar thing in in our movie over here where some people go to caves and the the it's 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 a girlfriend and boyfriend and the girlfriend's like, oh, yep. we shouldn't be out here. We could get murdered. They get there. She gets murdered. She gets murdered. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Classic. Uh, I feel like uh, those six points go solely to the eyebrows of, of oh your boy. main character. <laughs> oh yeah. The eyebrows and also the eyes. He, I forgot, I forgot this about him. He also hypnotizes people. Ah, he, so that's where the... that's that's maybe where your film got the <laughs> hypnosis from. Because mm. yeah, yeah, this guy, this guy hypnotizes film uh, people, and he's also got a giant machete and a, mm. like a, an industrial scale kitchen, which he uses for human body parts. Um, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I really like the character of Fuad Ramses. Mm. Also, just the name is—it's a, a great name. Um, That's a great name, yeah. Because it's like Gordon Ramses as well. Obviously, that, Gordon Ramses. But if, 
But, uh, but if you think about it, yeah, Gordon Ramsay's because he's also Ramsay's. Well. But also, yeah. also, I I didn't realize this until this morning when I looked it up. But Fuad is an Arabic name that means heart. Oh, um, ah. I I don't know if that was deliberate or not, or, or if they just picked a name that sounded like food. But um, <laughs> it's I thought it was an. You know what? No, six and a half. I'm bumping ooh, mine up to six ooh, and a half. Six and a half. Nice, nice, nice. nice. So characters. Oh boy. Did my film have character? So my two my two nephews, my two my two boys, uh, I believe they're 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 splitting Ramses in half. Uh-huh. One half gets the hypnotizing things, and he's like the cool kid. He he can go to the clubs and he can blend in. The other is the chef half. <laughs> he's the he does the cooking and stuff. Right. Um uh, but he also is a goofball and an idiot. Um mm-hmm. Who who really loves wrestling as well? Oh. Was wrestling a part of your film? No, I was wondering when the wrestling would come up. I think they went swimming. No, we had a little wrestling subplot where um, one guy uh, got to wrestle um, uh, Jimmy Hitler. Mm-hmm. Oh God, which was a tall, bl- uh, muscly blonde guy with a Hitler mustache. Jesus Christ! And a swastika armband. Yeah, uh, and <sighs> a swastika armband. Yep. I, I'm already struggling to keep up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This movie was wild. Again, it just. Every new scene, they added something. There was never uh-huh. like a continuation of what they were doing. It always <laughs> added. It's like every every second scene, I would say, they added something new and wild that was happening. Yeah, like at the end as well. Uh, uh it it finishes off in a club. Is how they uh they sacrifice to Sheeta. They trick oh, okay. a whole bunch of club goers into feasting on ah. humans. Um, by giving them um, hunger pills that turn them into zombies. Yep, mm-hmm. um, something like that. <laughs> yep, but um, it, the music group that's playing was what I was trying to get to. Also has um, people dressed up as Hitler. Yep, um, in, uh-huh. in playing guitars. I mean, that was very popular amongst the, the punk mm. crowd at the time, wasn't it? I don't know where I was going with this, but the characters were great in this film. <laughs> um, we have we have uh, their uncle, which is the brain in the jar, who's 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 trying to desperately resurrect Sheetar in the second life. Uh, we had all we had a a, a frequent diner who is this fat uh, guy who is like, you have the best vegan restaurant in the neighborhood. I only eat here. There's him. There's the ventriloquist guy as well. We, we must bring up the ventriloquist. What? <laughs> yeah, there's so much in this film. Uh, they had a rival competitor who ran a vegan oh shop God. who did no business. And <laughs> they are a ventriloquist who constantly talks to themselves with this, like, cowboy dummy that they have <laughs> around them constantly. This has... So much in it. Why does this have so much? In it? it feels it feels like a trauma movie a lot of the time. Like it, okay. it's just throwing okay. stuff at a wall. <laughs> it's super trauma. It's super trauma. <laughs> um, you have the police department where you have a an awful romance between the two police officers where you've just got this this pretty kick ass uh, female cop uh, who's just trying to get the job done. Um, who who pretty much gets everything right in what she suspects. Um, 
you have the other officer who is just a really horny guy who wants to bang the other cop. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. There was, there was the main uh, virgin sacrifice who had a group of friends who was part of a cheerleading squad mm-hmm. that did nude gymnastics or aerobics or whatever it was. Don't worry. They all got murdered. Oh, great. Um, in a big massacre. Thank God. Yeah, there's more to this film, but I I'm, <laughs> I don't know whether to rate this characters high or low. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. Every character in um in B- Blood Diner felt more like an archetype, though. Mm. Mm-hmm. They were like police academy characters. They had their one thing, and that was it. Whereas they felt a little bit more like actual characters than the other one. I, I don't know about that. There was quantity over quality. I feel in my characters. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll give it a six. I'll give it a six. All right. I was thinking of giving it higher, but um, I've already talked too long, and there's too much to go through. <laughs> All right. Well, to add bonus points, I'm 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 going to take my five, and then I'm going to subtract based off characters I didn't like. So for Blood Feast, mm. Zach, there were three Hitlers, so I'm giving it a two. Oof, oof. Yeah, that, that's fair. For Blood Diner, you mean? Mm. For Blood Diner, yes, yes. For Blood Feast, uh, that one cop who was always in the office really annoyed me, so I'm going to subtract a point for him. And I'm pretty sure there was a doctor at one point who was in brown face. Was there? I think so. Oh, look, probably. You know what? It's probably Blood Feast. Was it, was it the doctor in the hospital when the, when the woman was there with the, uh, the face? Yeah, I think that was it. Okay. So for that point, I'm going to go plus... I'll give Blood Feast uh, 2.5. 2.5 bonus points uh-huh. for Blood Feast. For Blood Feast. Mm. All right. For Gore, Ben. Gore. I mean, this this film, you know, was champ- the champion of Gore. It was one, you know, went all out. Um, the first scene is, I think, like a very deliberate nod to Psycho, uh, mm. which I've read that one of the inspirations for this film was the fact that Psycho showed, like, all the lead-up, but none he didn't show you the actual, like, killing. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, so so the first scene in this film is is Fuad Ramsey's murders a woman in a bathtub. Um, mm. But he, like, he, he kills her, but then he, like, he takes out her eye. Uh, and it's all, like, a lot of blood, very blood. And then he cuts off her leg. Um, that's, and that's, so that's just the opening scene. And then the opening titles, like the title sequence, um, all the credits are are text, but then the title of Blood Feast is done in fake blood. Mm. Um, so so it's really, like, it really impressive. And then they just squirt a bunch of blood over the top of it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so, and that's just the first scene. Like there's, you know, a woman gets her the top of her head cut off and the brain is taken out. There's uh, mm. one where someone gets their tongue like pulled out from their throat. You know, there's, the, there's like uh, just like a full on face, you know, the Egyptian feast. Um, yeah, someone gets yeah, their yeah. face cut off. Um, there's like uh, just lots of, lots of blood and gore, lots of dismembered body parts. Mm. Um, I'm going to give this an eight. Ooh. Very for good, gore. very good. I yes. feel like we should be scoring this pretty high. For gore? Yeah, that's the whole point of the films. <laughs> yeah. Also, dare, also mm. dare I forget the, the the crushing in a garbage compactor. That was pretty good. Mm, mm. Yeah, this is an eight for gore. My one started off slow. It, like, it mm-hmm. ramped up to it. But it, it really ramped. <laughs> it just kept <laughs> getting more and more gory. We see them... 
are digging up their uncle's grave. And when they do that, the guard comes along. And the guard's like, hey, what are you doing? And so they bat him in the back of the head with a shovel and his eyeball flings out. Uh, <laughs> Great. And that's the first bit of gore. And it only gets more gory. Oh, um, because then once they have the brain in the jar, they they go around murdering people. And we see, I think it's the nude gymnastics group or whatever it is, aerobics, whatever. Uh, they all get massacred and then we we have a scene of them specifically chopping up body parts there's blood everywhere <laughs> yeah. and it just and it just gets more more and more gory we see uh they get some hookers back at their place uh he murders one by dunking her head in the deep fryer <laughs> classic that one lady with her purse gets cut in half there's a lot of cut cut off tongues they needed to collect those mm. that was a very mm-hmm. key point so we see a lot of tongues there's lots of blood lots of blood it's very gory very gory uh i'll mention the very end they have these pills that make everyone hunger for meat <laughs> which if they eat too many they turn into zombies and at the end scene they're in a nightclub and they feast on this stew of meat and once they run out of that they start eating each other Mm. And that was very gory. That was pretty good. As you literally just see people just eating each other. So I'm going to give uh, an 8.5 is what I'm going to give to this. Well, then I'm going to come in and be like, actually, Zach, 8.5, higher than Blood Feast, and Blood Feast was gorier. Oh, okay. So I'm giving a flat out plus four to Blood Feast because that was very gory. Wow. I'm removing some of it because there was um, the eyeball scene it looked quite fake. <laughs> the, um... uh, yeah, it, mm. I couldn't even tell it was an eyeball at first, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but there is the tongue moment, which is just... Yeah disgustingly realistic uh and then also the um <laughs> the baked leg yeah yeah the leg mm. there's just his shop in general where he cooks it's <laughs> just like hanging racks of flesh everywhere oh the ventriloquist gets both his arms chopped off um and then tries to drive to the hospital or something i was going to bring that up as a plus in your film he's using his two stumps and the two stumps are spraying blood everywhere, so he can't see where he's driving. I enjoyed that scene very much. <laughs> uh, what else is in blood? Oh, yeah, and then also there's this one moment, I think it's just after you see someone get their heart ripped out, you see them lying on a table, and the mm. hole in their chest looks very real. So, yeah, plus four for Blood Feast. Uh, but, yeah, Blood Diner does definitely get points for the um, for the ventriloquist death. That was amazing. Mm. That was incredible. Mm. I think it gains points but loses points for having a trigger warning at the start of the movie. Yes, yes. Uh, mine had a narrated warning about the gore. There was a pun. There was a pun in there where it said all the mutilations, body dismemberments, and cannibal rituals were performed by seasoned professionals. But, yeah, look... In terms of gore, Blood Feast is gorier, and because I don't like 0.5s, I'm going to give it 2.5 for Blood Diner to rack that up to a 11. Wild card, this can be anything you want. Ben, any any other part of the movie that you want to rank this film out of 10? Get some extra points in there. Oh, well, um, how how we do, like, can we have, like, a a penultimate um, 
points check. Ben, Blood Feast is on 29. Okay. Blood Diner is on 27. Ooh. Ooh. Taking the lead by two points. Okay, interesting. So I gotta cheat as hard as possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so wild card, Ben, any category you want. Well, I was, I yeah, I my my wild card was gonna be um, production design. Oh, mm. that's um, a good one. Which, I mean, p- p- gore partially uh, fits in with that, but I... Um, I really liked some of the, like, incredibly, like, yeah, admittedly incredibly camp visual style of the film. But, like, you know, you you were mentioning his shop, which is just this, like, for some reason, full of all of these supplies. And then in the back room is a massive industrial kitchen uh, with, <laughs> full of blood. The, the, um... Egyptian studies <laughs> university lectures are all done with this like really gaudy Egyptian mural with a golden pharaoh head uh, that says Ramses on it. Um, there's, I think there was potentially a dream sequence, um, but there's like, you know, plenty of 60s, like really like kitschy 60s decor around the place. Um, some of it was filmed on location in Miami, um, which I was gonna, I was gonna bring up makes this potentially the original Florida man. (laughs) And yeah, he's like his, his Egyptian dungeon, torture dungeon, just really kind of mix of camp and kitsch and genuine like sixties Florida vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Production design for me, eight. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Mm. That is a pretty good uh, wild card category for for Blood Feast in particular. Yes, uh, Zach. Anything you want? Uh, I'll I'll go with music. Nice. That's going to be my wild card because I quite liked <laughs> the music. The music was it was bopping. We had like this this sort of jazz, uh, old eighties jazz music for Crazy Over You, and then later on when they're in the club, we have. This incredible club music, which uh, I described in my notes is funky club wobble. Because <laughs> that's the only word I could come up with. It was a wobble. Yeah. Where he's like got all of tune that goes. <laughs> and that, and that was a, that was a pro, a plus for you, was it? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because it uh-huh. really set the mood for the, like, we have these young teenagers just like jamming out to this music meanwhile there's a blood sacrifice going on (laughs) at the back of the club that no one seems to notice (laughs) it was very on point with the music making no sense and at one point there uh one guy rides around in a van and runs over a guy 10 times while listening to the mumbo i forgot about that (laughs) that went on forever Yes, I wrote ten times. Ten times he ran over that guy while listening to the mumbo, which uh, so I have to give the movie points just for the mumbo. Uh, I'll give it. I'll give it a a small seven point five. Seven point five. You keep doing the point fives. Yeah, I'm putting the point fives in just to annoy you at this point. <laughs> what do you think I should do? Should I? You rate it for each category wildcard category well yeah i was gonna say do you do you give points based on our 
choices or do you give points based on your own like make up your, your own, own wild, wild card because my wild card was going to be quotes yeah okay that was my wild card see because i so i what i why don't you give points based on our choices and then add your final one. Oh yeah mm, that's a good idea okay yeah sure i could do that uh so ben had production design out of five it was very good so i'm gonna go yeah like 4.5 i think for that because it was excellent oh i do like 0.5s and then he adds a 0.5 <laughs> yeah, anyway. fine i'll it's four then zach you happy no <laughs> yes get it back to point four point five. you <laughs> look into my eyes Sandro. <laughs> look into my keep it at 4.5 <laughs> Four, fine. Go four, with your gut. Four point five. I'll go with my gut. Hell and yeah. uh, and and Zach with music. Let's go. Um, it definitely wasn't amazing. It wasn't incredible, but it was definitely something I wanted to bring up as quite enjoyable. Yeah, it was a pretty fun soundtrack. Actually, I, I was bopping along. I'm gonna go like three point five, just just to just yeah, just for that. That's fair enough. Um, but then final points. I'm gonna add some quotes. Mm. Now, Blood Feast. The quotes on Blood Feast were very funny, Not mainly that. just that final quote, just that final yeah. quote, like, uh, he died, like, the garbage he was or something. That was excellent. And for that reason, for Blood Feast, I'm going to give it a plus, plus, plus 2.5 to get rid of 0.5 from the 4.5. I'll go plus 2.5. <laughs> it's hard because the one that I think is better is hard to give points for because it's not mm. made as well <laughs> as the other mm. one. But I did find one mm. of them more enjoyable. The quotes for um for Blood Diner, though, like, it starts off with that warning, which was really good. Mm. There's a line in there about the uncle when the police are looking for him. They say something along the lines of, I've got the quote here. Would you like me to read it? <laughs> yeah, go for it. He's armed with a meat cleaver in one hand and his genitals in the other. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> whoa, whoa, what a line to kick off the movie. <laughs> And then there is, of course, the moment uh, where the couple are um, are making out uh, on the beach, and the guy <laughs> yeah. says, "I'm so horny, I could fuck horny, a cow." I could fuck a cow. <laughs> I love how we've written down the same quotes. <laughs> they were incredible. Jesus, just the dialogue in general with Bloodface. It, it was all dubbed over. I Yo, think it was so bad. The dubbing. I'm so glad dubbing wasn't a category. That probably should have been in characters. All the characters were dubbed. Yeah, it felt like an Italian movie, but they weren't Italian actors, so I don't know why. At the end of the movie, it wasn't bad. It was actually not noticeable. But early on in the movie, it was really bad. Can we retroactively take off a point? Actually, I forgot about that. Uh, well, I was going to give it four for the quotes, so I'll just change that to plus three then. Yeah, they're, they're give it to a plus three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I want to minus this movie for a point, because the dubbing was really bad yeah. early on. <laughs> All right, I'm adding up these final points. Mm. Adding up these final points right now. I know that put, that puts mm. me probably in the losers category, but I don't care, because it needs to lose that point. <laughs> yeah, the dubbing was quite atrocious in yours. It seems like I'm on the track to to win, but I feel like Sandro is trying to rig this somehow because he actually yes. rated your film higher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I feel like there's some shenanigans about to go down. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm feeling as well. I feel like he's he's going to pull some he's bullshit trying to, out he's of his He's trying ass. to make it so that... See, because mm. this, this is the thing. Mm. Like, maybe you rated one of them higher, but that doesn't mean that it was better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It's yeah, true, it's yeah, true. Yeah. All right. I've got the final points here. I've got, I've got the final points. All I right. think it's out of a possible sixty-five. I don't know. Whoa! Yeah, there's four. There's four categories, right? So yes. it would be so that's forty plus four times five is twenty. And then you had the extra quote. Yeah, you're right. Sixty-five. So sixty-five. All right, cut that. All right, in second place, 
with 41 points is Blood Diner. Whoa. Hey, second place. I'll take it. <laughs> and in first place, even though I thought the film was not as good as the other one, with 44 points is Blood Feast. Yes! Hey. Ben wins. A case for the prosecution. Well done. Well done. I th- Look, I, I, I am willing to bet that it was not as good as your film, but it was better. Could you say that sentence again, but really slow? Yeah. So I, I, I have no doubts that my film was not as good as yours, but it was better. <laughs> I see. I see. Very good. Yeah. Quote, unquote. Like, your film is more important, Ben. Your film was better made, mm. but Blood Diner was slightly more enjoyable. Mm. It also wasn't very good, but it was slightly more enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, it was definitely a so bad it's good sort of film. Oh, 100%. That was like a midnight movie, whereas Blood Feast was a film lover's movie, if, if you know mm. what I mean. I don't, I wouldn't say it's a film lover's movie. Blood Feast <laughs> is just as much a midnight movie. It was just made 20 years earlier. That's probably true. It's the same kind of like drive in. Mm. Like, I could watch these as a double feature at a drive in, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, I absolutely want to watch Blood Feast now. I do not want to watch Blood Diner. <laughs> I, I would recommend it. I don't want to watch a losing movie. Ooh, ooh, ooh. all right, all right. I'm kidding. But also, I think it, I still think it was really good. All right, that is the bonus battle. Thank you, Ben, for joining us. No worries. Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for subscribing. As always, we really appreciate it. Mwah. Thank you. And, uh, we'll see you next time. Farewell. Look into my eyes. <laughs> 